Hi guys, how are you doing? It's Edith Shomsai here with another episode of the Lifestyle Podcast Season. And we're basically talking about some of the causes, some of the, the occurrences that have led us to be experiencing a lot of diseases at, at early ages, especially the Western culture diseases. And today we're going to look at our modern nutrition. The modern nutrition basically means what we eat on a daily basis, the, the types of ingredients that we use on our food. When I talk about nutrition, I'm, I'm meaning what you put in our mouths, in food or in, or in drinks or in even in some of the of, of, of the snacks that we eat. So, as some countries in the in, in the world at the moment, like the United States, they, they pride themselves on, on being the best fed nation on earth. But they're paying a high price for such kinds of, of privileges because they have a lot of uh, diseases, disabilities, and even premature deaths on a daily basis. And you have to ask yourself what, what we are doing wrong. <clears throat> Actually find that we, we are eating too much of everything. We're eating too much of sugar, we're eating too much fats, we're eating too much cholesterol, eating too much salt, we eat too many calories, and we eat way too much often. You see, such abundances, they can, they help lay foundation for such uh, diseases they, they, that are related to our lifestyle, especially how we eat. So we find diseases like uh, stroke, like coronary artery disease, high blood pressure, arthritis, on, uh, diabetes, obesity, and all sorts of types of cancer. We're experiencing this because of, they're related to our lifestyle, what we eat on a daily basis. So, someone will ask, are you, am I saying that these diseases are from food? And, okay, so, basically, you probably mean preservation and, and pesticides are in those food. And, no, guys, surprisingly, pesticides and preservation, they are in the worst offenders. Because there are some serious culprits, for example, sugar. Sugar is, it, it, it accounts for around 20% of every every person's daily calories they they are devoid of fiber and nutrients and they are refined sugars they are empty they are they have naked calories but because that of their caloric density they are they are well suited to actually promote obesity and other related diseases the refined foods so we used to think that refinement of food was good because it it got rid of useless refuges but now we're learning that those fibers are actually necessary in protecting us from certain cancers. Stabilizing blood sugar, they're also important for controlling weight and also for preventing gastrointestinal problems such as gallstones, hemorrhoids, uh, diverticulitis or something like that, and also constipation. We have another thing which is a culprit and that is salt. Salt is, we, we consume salt on a daily basis about 10 to 20 grams. I mean, that is around uh, two to four spoons. Imagine yourself cooking and you put one spoon of salt in, in that, in certain, let's say, in your, in your vegetables. You put one teaspoon in your rice. You also put one teaspoon, let's say, in your salad. And you, you, you decide to, might be you want to make breads and you're putting one to two teaspoons. You see, so we're consuming more than actually the salt that is required. And this, they contribute prominently to high blood pressure that 
people experience heart failure and even kidney diseases. I remember when uh, my mom was diagnosed with high blood pressure, the first thing the doctor actually told her to stop using was salt. So it led us to reevaluate how we cook our food. And you know, for someone who has developed a test for salt, an acquired test for salt, it's like someone who has acquired test for sugar. You see, since you're a kid, you're fed food that has sugar, food that have salt. So by the time you you are this old, breaking those habits, you feel like the food you're eating really has nothing. It's like feeding, for, for people in Kenya, it's like feeding someone in the United States or in another country that is not African, Ugali. How would you think they will take that Ugali? It's, it's tasteless because they are so used to having sugar and salt in, in almost everything. Another culprit is fat. You know, fat, it, it, it has an average of 37% of our daily calories intake. And this is much way more than what our body actually requires. And as a result, we always have uh, blood vessels plug up important settings and heart and brain can suffer suffering because of this fat. You know, when they clog up your blood uh, vessels, actually blood pumping does not become, uh, it is no longer constant or good. So the brain lacks enough circulation of blood and also your heart. Also, a high-fat diet also can contribute to overweight, adult diabetes, and also certain cancers. Another one is protein. You see, we, we consume a lot of proteins on a daily basis. For example, myself, where I grew up, it is, it is, it is a meal, a requirement to have milk as part of your diet. Every other, every other meal, like in the morning, wake up, this tea. Tea has milk. For us here in Kenya, and other countries don't don't use milk. The second thing, uh, you have your you snack at around 10 a.m. and you you're either taking milk with 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 donuts, milk with bread, or or you can find yourself taking uh, some anything else, a beverage. But proteins will be there. Lunch, you'll also take milk, and might be you taking milk, and then there is beef meat over there. With, with little vegetables and a big, big, big portion of ugali. And so you've taken a lot of proteins that actually your, your body requires. And uh, these, these, these proteins actually, they are, not, they are not very good. In fact, meals that contain less proteins and less fat and cholesterol, they are actually essential for improved health and, and longevity and longevity, something like that in your lifestyle. Another thing we have beverages. Beverages, you see, on a daily basis we consume beverages. We rarely take water these days, but instead we always consume these beverages like soda, beers, we have coffee, we have tea, and a lot of sweet drinks every day. In fact, some people wake up in the morning and the first thing they take is a juice. Uh, probably they have made it or they bought it. Yeah, or even if they have made it, they have added a lot of preservatives and a lot of sugar to make it taste well. So it's not all natural. And we are lying to ourselves that we are living a healthy life just because we made homemade juices. But what we are adding to those juices is actually making the whole thing become unhealthy. The second thing we do is that what many people actually take tea in the morning. That is their, their breakfast. And 
and then when it gets to midday you find someone walking around with a bottle of soda or a can of energy drink or, or a beer uh-huh. and then it gets to around evening hours and someone goes and takes it's, it's happy hour so you go take cocktails or you find someone or it's cold and you decide you know what let's go take coffee and so these high they, they, they have a lot of high caffeine phosphates and all the other chemicals that are found in in these beverages and they pose a lot of risk to our health let's talk of snacks snacks is like the the replacement of food nowadays people are, people are giving a lot of excuses why they are having a lot of snacks you see wake up in the morning and you're snacking instead of taking breakfast you're having donuts for breakfast and you think that is a complete meal you're snacking it gets to around uh, lunch hours and people are having soda and bread and you're thinking it's your lunch you are snacking and then someone gets to the evening hours and they decide you know what I'm going to have a lot of uh, I don't feel like eating today I don't feel like cooking so they eat the queen cakes and milk or queen cakes and, and and a lot of cookies and a soft drink too and they are snacking all the time and these snacks by the way they have been engineered to have taste sensations and these things and sensations so that they make you feel crave for these snacks so that by the time your mind just thinks about it you start salivating and you get so addicted to snacks that's why when you find someone who's trying to change your lifestyle and they are deep rooted in snacks it's always very hard for them to actually get get through that and it is actually replacing real food as i've said in fact schools daycare centers even hospitals they require snacks to be available because it is being seen nowadays as the a way of uh, customer service in a way yeah you go to a daycare and before when you're registered in your kid is being given a cookie your kid is being given a donut your kid is being given cakes and you know to make them happy and and you're there saying oh the school is so good they give cakes and all this you you are overburdening everything in fact all these snacks they actually do not get digested very well because you take a lot and snacks they attack and and i think the most thing that happens with people who are trying to live healthy lives or live healthy lifestyles you find someone eat a very healthy breakfast and in between the healthy breakfast and the healthy lunch people snack in the middle and they are telling themselves we are cheating it's a cheating code in fact a lot of uh, programs there for lifestyle and weight loss snacks are in the middle but what are you snacking snacks are not bad but whatever you snacking is what is bad so if you're snacking with a donut you can think twice because snacks attack or they disturb the digestion they overburden the stomach and they are very frequent causes of bloating and indigestion in fact it is the main cause of bloating and indigestion yeah you are snacking in between your meals you're disrupting the digestive system so what happens your stomach retaliates against you so you bloat or there's indigestion or you can even have constipation so with all this information is there anything good to eat guys <laughs> i know if i hear someone talking about all these things i'll be like so what do i eat because on a daily basis probably this is what i consume so i want you to broaden your thinking there are a hundred varieties of fruits 
with spectacular colors and every imaginable texture and flavor. Trust me. Look at vegetables. Look at potatoes. Look at yams. Include legumes. Look at all those types of beans, lentils, chickpeas. In scores of shapes, colors, and even flavors. But and don't forget also the grains. You know, the mainstay of a good diet and a gold mine of delectable and healthy foods are the ones I've mentioned above. Eating a variety of well, well plant foods will furnish all the fat, protein, fiber, and nutrients the body needs. It's also ecologically sensitive and will cut the food budget in half. I'm very serious when I'm talking about the budget because uh, when you change what you're eating, when you start having a variety, people say the reason why they eat all these snacks and all this fast food is because they are cheap. If you find someone having soda and bread for lunch and they tell you it's cheap, that soda probably you bought it for what? 50 shillings? And the bread is also where it goes for 50 shillings. That is 100 shillings. 100 shillings, if you divide that money into grocery that you can buy even in the in the slums of kenya you can get tomatoes for at least 20 bob you can get uh, vegetables for at least 10 bob you can also get a fruit like a mango a banana and an orange for not more than 30 shillings that is combined so that is 20 bob plus 20 bob no, plus 10 bob that is 30 plus another 30 that is 60 and you are sorted to make something out of there and you can go have your meal uh, of ugali cooked very well cooked and if you and you eat that or you can even you get uh, ski milk probably you buy a whole a can of ski milk or powder skim milk powder and it will last you around two weeks or three weeks and you can supplement that with proteins buy two eggs two eggs will go for 20 shillings maximum 25 shillings or 30 shillings that is 90 shillings you're cutting on on 10 bob in a day spending on on a meal and you cook that meal and it will enable you and somebody in your family to eat so yeah that's basically the good health and the best news is that this kind of dietary lifestyle it helps you delay and often prevent the onset of most western killer diseases and that is what most of my topics are in my podcast we want to delay and we want to remove actually all these western diseases from getting to us so guys make sure you get more knowledge on what you're eating because what you don't know about eating could seriously hurt you yeah eating with no knowledge of what you're eating you know sometimes when you go out and you're just ordering anything make sure you know what you're putting in your mouth make sure you know the ingredients i think people look at it as ushamba or it is not a question that we should ask but you should always be interested in what you're putting in your mouth don't just pay the bill engage the, the waiter ask them what is in this food that um, i want to order what are the ingredients what is what is the fat volume what is the oil that was used to cook the food i went to an hotel and i saw someone actually requesting to see the chef and to talk about how he wants the chef menu for the day and he was so willing to 
pay the amount of money that was required just to make sure that his food is cooked to the to the good standard i'm not saying you do that i would prefer if you can't afford to do that you would rather go home and cook your own food pack your lunch go do your job and yeah let's also learn to eat full fiber plant foods not only allow people to eat larger quantities of food without having to worry about weight gain but they can also This is this is basically to tell you to avoid food that has been uh, that has been processed or, or food that has been refined or yeah refined foods food that you, you buy that means even the maize the maize flour that has been milled and being sold on the supermarkets we should probably avoid them and just go and mill our own maize flour let's avoid this food that lack fiber yeah that's basically it and that is the end of my podcast for today bye bye